Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fans in Motion podcast. Truly the only podcast you really didn't know you needed. I'm looking at my buddy Josh. Just me and him today. And I say to Josh, dressed to kill, looking dynamite with her high lace stockings and her sweater so tight. I asked her her name. She said her name was Maybe. Story of my life. Say hello, Josh. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, what are you wanting to do? Piss off half of the uh, oh, fans of motion Christ. fan base by uh, quoting co- some damn, damn Yankees? Yankees? How a, about them damn Yankees? This ain't a damn Yankees podcast. <laughs> I uh, well, we'll get into it. But after the 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 show Sunday night, man, I was, I was rocking, man. I was feeling good, and you know, sometimes the songs hit right. And man, uh, the, when they did their damn Yankees, and I know we've had a, recently some back and forth with people on the 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 set list stuff, but I don't care. You're never going to hear <laughs> damn Yankees songs. It's the only way you're going to hear them is through through Night Ranger. Yeah, um, people uh, and, hold, hold and, out. For a damn Yankees reunion, but I, yeah, I would put a lot of money on it, saying that it will never happen. Um, hey, this episode, the show that Andy just uh, referred to, we're going to talk about the, uh, um, what was the date? Sept or uh, February September? February fifth, twenty twenty three. The Mighty Night Ranger played in at the Ryman Auditorium. The mother church itself. Nashville, Tennessee. So I got this cool little thing, Josh. Ah, yeah, I got one of those (laughs) too. Um, so we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh so those that don't know, the Ryman Auditorium is uh one of those iconic venues in the United States, uh home of the Grand Ole Opry from and I'll I'll check the dates here, but from the thirties up until the seventies. Yeah. Um our generation, maybe the Grand Ole Opry doesn't mean as much. And when I say the Grand Ole Opry, I'm yeah, I mean I mean the Grand Ole Opry at the Ryman. Yeah, the show. Uh, but back in the age of radio, um, you know, the Saturday night on what is it, a six fifty WLM or something like that. WSM. WSM is the radio station, and you can still get it Saturday nights. Yeah, you know, on AM radio. Um, but, uh, that's where, that's what everybody was listening to. It was one of the most listened to programs, every country music singer, that was their yeah. goal. And it still is to get on the Opry. Uh, and like I said, especially back in the thirties, forties, fifties, that was the place the Opry was, was the place to be. Yeah. Um, the, Ryman Auditorium, which was home of the Grand Ole Opry, uh, it was built um, in 1892, and I guess it was originally like a uh, church. It was it was actually a church, yeah. Yeah. Um, they eventually add a balcony to it, um, and eventually the uh, Grand Ole Opry um, moved there. Uh, 1925 maybe right around there so um so yeah i mean you can see like from 25 to the uh early early 70s um but everybody played there country music wise hank williams webb pierce i mean uh it, it just goes on and on um yeah. 
Elvis made an appearance there, I think, either 54 or 55. Oh, I didn't know that. <clears throat> was not well received. Um, oh, no. He wasn't country or western. Well, but yeah, but he was playing on the Louisiana Hayride at the time. And, you know, he was going fine over there. He was opening for Hank Snow. Um, And then he goes to the uh, the, uh, Opry. Uh, Obviously, it didn't go over too well. But, um, and presidents have, you know, done campaigns there. Teddy Roosevelt being one back in the early 1900s. Um, so the place has got a lot of history. Now, when the Opry left in the early 70s, they built, you know, a brand new building on the outskirts of Nashville, Opryland, USA. They still got the amusement park there? Uh, no. All right. They used to have an amusement park off to the side. And, you know, anyways, uh, um, what they did was they cut a circle right at center stage where everybody every performer would have stood and took that to the new opry and so if you go to the the new opry you'll see a stage with a different color circle right um and the the ryman used to have an old stage with a new circle that's no longer like that and we'll get to that um but there for probably about 20 years it sat dormant uh was close to being demolished a couple times. Uh, 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 shit. Roy Acuff, who was the leader of the Opry for a lot of years, he didn't care if it got torn down. He's like, I've never had it. You know, he spent his whole career there, but he's like, I never had a good moment there. It's <laughs> hot. You know, it's uncomfortable. Yes. Uh, tear it down. I thought that was interesting when I saw that. And then in the early 90s, I mean, Lou Harris recorded a record, live record there. And then that kind of got it going again to where in the early, I think in the early 2000s, they put a shit ton of money into it. And then they've been holding concerts there and everybody has, has <laughs> um, kind of played there. Um, I mean, you've been, I've been to the rhyme and I, I had never been inside, but um, uh You've seen shows there, right? I've been there twice this year alone. All right. Uh, I run down there a lot. Uh, you, know, I'm a, I'm a nostalgic about venues, and to, to, to just, I, I feel special when I'm in there. I can feel like, wow, you're, you're inside of history, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And same with if you're a. Uh... Shag is an 84 year old woman exactly so. you're you're deep in history well somewhat well, deep in history i mean you may not be <laughs> um so i like going down to the ryman and you can sometimes get tickets not too expensive and i'll just go check out bands i mean i've, I've seen dwight yoakam there i've seen the mavericks there uh, i just saw andrew dice clay there <laughs> which was interesting uh, i've seen kevin smith there and of course uh now the mighty night ranger and it's it's become kind of a um you know you want to have that feather in your cap so to speak you want to yeah. you want to say you played the Ryman um and it's really really something yeah and i mean the Ryman you know there's a lot that's different with it today it's been modernized um the the entrance now is on the east side um and 
there's a whole section that's been built brand new. So the yeah. part with like the concessions and all that, that's the newer side. It used to be, obviously that wasn't there, but it used to be the entrance was on the west side. Right. The main uh, entrance. Yeah. And no longer. Um, and there was never a lot of room there. And the dressing rooms were always small to where if you were a performer and let's say you played at the beginning of the show and you know, hey, I'm not set to play until again, till five singers down, a lot of them would go across the alley and go into, you know, uh, Tootsie's usually, which back then, obviously, I mean, Nashville is so much different, just how it was in the early 2000s when I started going there. Yeah. I mean, it in the early 2000s, you could still go at night and go into a bar and sit now there were a lot of bars, but uh, the street was still open. Broadway was still open. I mean, and it's slowly gotten to the point where it's basically, you know, East Coast Vegas. And there's roof, you know, bar, you know, they got the rooftops open on, you know, these places now. And um, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's not the same, but. Even in 2000, it was nothing like it was in the 50s and 60s. If you look at a photo, you see Tootsies there, and everything around it is just, you know, like where Legends is right on the corner. Yeah. That was like a loan building, and everything else is something else. They're, you know, So what they would do is they would, okay, I just got done playing. I, I won't be ready, you know, till after Cal Smith plays. And they would go in there and drink, and then they'd have the Opry on there. Oh, okay, Cal Smith's playing. I got to go. And then they just walk across the alley, go in and play. Um, so that's how a lot of business was done too. Uh, so a lot of, you know, cool history about the place. And then I'm a, obviously a big country music fan. I love old country music. When I saw Night Ranger was playing there, <laughs> like, which I've been kind of doing, like, um, I want to go see this venue with, and use my little, you know my little pass so i can go do whatever i want and um i did that for hobart arena yeah and i did it for this and um yeah you know it was just uh it was cool i got to talk to um you know some of the people that work there and take you know obviously yeah. go backstage and look at stuff and um it was cool so yeah, yeah night ranger played uh um I know you, you know, you got to pick up the old uh, tour manager from the airport. Had kinda, to do a little work. Kind of kicking it off <laughs> a few days uh, early. And I showed up Saturday. And um, oh, I can't remember who I ran into. But, uh, oh, I will tell you this. I saw a little bit more of the... Uh, um. The orchestra show. Oh, I mean, all right. Yeah, so yeah. They got like the opening montage and stuff like that. It's going to be fucking awesome. It looks good. <laughs> it looks like I, I saw like the rough draft, and it's a little bit none more now. So that's all I can tell you guys. It's it's going to be worth the wait. Um, and I did while I was there. Brian Isley, who is the one that his company recorded that. And okay. is putting it together. I got to meet him and talk to him and 
Um, I think we're going to have him maybe on the podcast, hopefully right around when that's going to be released. Great. So, um, you know, we got that. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit just because I don't, you know, I don't want, uh, uh, I want me and you to be on the same page. We did meet someone. Yeah, I wasn't going to announce anything. Yeah. So you can Uh, can hold back if you want to. I want to hold There's stuff lined up. There's stuff lined up. We came into contact with someone who was on the road with Night Ranger from Dawn Patrol to Big Life. So we're yeah. making arrangements to uh, make that happen as Fun well. Fun to talk to. Yes, too. definitely. Definitely. I mean, the little interaction I had, I was like, you got to come on the show. Yeah. So we'll we'll have that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, um, and... There were, you know, a lot of people in town. Uh, and if you remember Kelly uh, talking uh, on when he was on our show, he mentioned that there is a real penny. Right. I got to meet the real penny. <laughs> so does she live here? Uh, no. Okay. Um, and uh, what else happened on Saturday? Oh, the uh, the publicist for... Oh, the yeah. Grateful Dead and the Doobie Brothers contacted the Night Ranger publisher, former publisher, like, "Hey, are you are you doing the uh, Night Ranger social media?" And, you know, no, uh, you know, we're, was, they're like, "Well, whoever is doing that is doing an awesome, you know, fantastic job, or whatever." And you know, word got back to Night Ranger management and everything, and they told me and. And, you know, it's always, you know, and, and the, uh, I can't remember his name. I don't know if I'd say it if I did remember, but, uh, um, the guy that runs basically their, you know, booking agency, you know, I don't want to, you know, so, uh, but, uh, you know, he told us when we were at sounds on the ground, whenever the fuck that was. Uh, oh yeah. Down here in Dixon. Uh, yeah. Last yeah. year, or a couple of years ago. October. Um, yeah. Uh, it was last October. It's been yeah. longer than that. No. A year ago, October. All right. Uh, so anyways, he had told, you know, said then like, you know, hey, it's, you know, he was impressed with it and said it was doing really good. And he was at the show. So I got to see him again. But um, so, yeah, that was a, you know, cool uh, compliment. And I, you know, told a couple of the guys like, hey, if you guys can't get a hold of me and you go to my Facebook page and all it is, is a, you know, a marijuana leaf on there, you know, I've jump ship and i'm on i'm on tour with the dead he's Um, trucking down to new Orleans. and then what else i said like that'd be an easy podcast to do okay on this episode (laughs) we're going to discuss is does shakedown street sound great if you're smoking weed all right andy yes brit yes yes, i agree they're let's play it in its entirety (laughs) all right we'll talk to you later um so uh, but uh yes that was cool um and then that night uh someone didn't want to join us but me and eric uh took in the uh the the sights and sounds of broadway which you know maybe in a country music purist probably makes me want to puke but uh yeah real quick for those that have never been to broadway it, it, you drive down Broadway, and it's a, it's only a couple of blocks. The, the entertainment area, 
but it is a cacophony of sound. Each bar is open. Each bar has live music, and each bar is trying to be louder than the next. And if you just drive down Broadway, roll your windows down, and you're trying to discern which version do I like of Don't Stop Believing because it's coming from four different bars. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the other thing. It's like, and you all those all that music, you won't hear any country music. Yeah, you're not uh, hearing. The closest you'll get is Wagon Wheel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, if you go the one pl- place that I, I, you know, they've done a good job of keeping it as good as they can is Roberts. Uh, like uh, was it Roberts Western Palace or it's right there beside um, Layla's Bluegrass Inn and Tootsie's. It's right there. But uh, Roberts Western, I can't remember what yeah. the fuck it's called, but Roberts, that's all you need to know. And they got a great, you know, fried bologna sandwich and PBR there, even on a weekend nights, two fifty. <laughs> it's like a sore Peter. You can't beat it. Um, so, you know, that's still a good place, but it's just so damn packed on the weekend. So we ended up going, all the way down, and I can't remember what road it is, but basically heading towards Painter's Alley, and uh, we went to a place called Cerveza Jacks, and it yeah. was wasn't as packed. The guy they had playing, I feel I feel bad because he you know plays good guitar. He sounds just like Chris Stapleton. Oh wow! And it's like it just shows you how much talent there is there. You know, there's not that many people there. But anyways, if you go to Cerveza Jacks, the steak taco is good. The street corn. It's fucking phenomenal. I spent twenty bucks on fucking <laughs> corn while we were there. Oh, um, so uh, yeah, I mean, Eric took in those sites. Um, and then the next day, uh, um, went down to the lobby and I ran into Brad and hell, I don't know who who else I ran into. Uh, it was just Brad there earlier in the day, and then. Headed over to the Ryman, um, and uh, what was kind of cool is if you know, so I, I was there, and they mostly had everything set up. The band wasn't there yet, but um, if you the the Ryman was open for tours, right? So if you went and took the tour, you get to go up like from the stage. And get a picture taken. Well, it would have that Night Ranger logo in the back. I saw yeah. the printed off photos. So it's like if you were a fan and you were there, it's like a cool, you know, photo to get because you got the Night Ranger backdrop there. And uh, Brian uh, took a great photo guy that's on Fans of Motion with us. Um, you know, uh, just hanging out, but you know, during all that dead time, me and Ryan yeah. um, were, I don't know. I don't fuck knows what we were talking about, but uh, you know, I hadn't seen him for a couple of months. So we're just bullshitting, passing the time up there on stage uh, at the Ryman and Brian took that photo. So it's kind of like, that's eh, kind of cool. You know, I gotta, you know, I, cause I don't really ever take photos of any, you know, myself. So, um, got a picture of you on the, on the um, Ryman stage, man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I know. Um, but I saw, you know, a few people from the page before the show and, um, I took my tours and walked around and uh, did all that. Uh, trying to think anything cool. Um, you know, helped them set up the meet and greet area. And then, uh, um, where did they do that at, by the way? If, if you the the meet and greet, it was 
Because I was, was trying packed. to imagine where where they would do it at the right. Because I know there's not a lot of they, room backstage. They did it in the Johnny Cash dressing room on the third floor. So, because I saw people coming out from up there, yes, and I was like, "What are yes. they doing up there?" So, well, they, yeah. So I don't, I don't okay. know exactly. I, I was actually like, well, I was in the room where they were doing the meet and greet, which, like I said, the dressing room wasn't very big. Um, so yeah, when you, the the third floor is, a, if you walk out from the backstage area through that door, you're on the balcony level, right? All right. So, um, uh, we put that together. Uh, the band came in, they, uh, you know, took some photos of them up on the stage. I was up on the balcony. So I think I posted one on, on our page of Jack, maybe getting his picture taken. Um, so they all got their picture taken on the stage. Um, everybody was in a good mood. It was a great time. Uh, you know, sound check, they worked on you know some of the songs that they were playing they had you know that night that they hadn't played in a while which we'll get to the set list here in a bit um and yeah they did the uh you know they did this the uh uh oh shit the uh sound check and uh i mean it was cool sitting there and hearing them work up reason to be yeah um so obviously i was um happy about that um yeah and then after sound check sound check it was uh uh you know them signing some autographs for the vip so they signed them that day so if you got the vip there's jack signing them um i know yeah i'm sure no one doubts it but um you know there was that. Uh, I got some decent pictures of um, Brad uh, walking through the rhyme in there at sound. Oh, nice, nice. That's a um, great shot. There's a really good shot. Uh, it might be later in my thing. Here is the the red lighting was so bad that for me to like do anything with it, it's kind of hard. But there's him. With like the Ryman Auditorium thing right above, yeah, above hard to see stuff. it, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, I don't know if I got anything, but yeah, I mean, they did uh sound check, and I had to find this, but they got some group photos on the uh, stage. Probably Brian yeah. took took that. Um, But yeah, they dragged me over to, uh, you know, because we're waiting for the meet and greet to start. And I just went up with them, you know, because usually it's like, you know, they don't need me. But like, I'll go up for like the first five minutes because usually something happens where, you know, hey, can you help? Yeah, next for hand. But why, but why we're waiting? They're like, get over here, take a photo. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't need a photo. And they basically forced me. So there's me. Uh-huh. You know, being forced to do the meet and greet. Um, so, uh, such a hard life. I know. But, uh, but yeah, the meet and greet, uh, it was me, Angela, and Radley, and Ed all had to, and there was, I think, someone from the venue. 
kind of getting people in these small spaces through and everything. And, um, and there were... was a lot of meet and greet too, wasn't there? Yes. Cause I, I had dinner with Ed one night and he was telling me like, there's a lot of meet and greets for this one. Yeah. Like uh, one of them asked, how many like more than left? normal? Yeah. Someone, uh, there was someone there helping. Cause I, cause Brad was like, how many we got left? And I, you know, peeked out the door and asked that guy like 50. I <laughs> was close. Uh, and, uh, you know, so, uh, but that's good though. Um, and we got it done. And, uh, so, and there were people there. Um, uh, I can't remember his last name right now, but Paul is his first name. I uh, got to meet him. He's the guitar player for Taylor Swift. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I can't remember his last name, but a guy named Michael, he is in the Guess Who. I'm obviously not an original member, but he's playing with the current member. Yeah. Um, There might have been some others, but just two off the top of my head. They did send me after the show to go (laughs) grab Hugh McDonald from uh, Bon Jovi, but um, he wasn't there when I got there. well, there was a lot of industry people there too. I think um, what Ed was telling me that because you know there's so oh, much yeah. record record industry people here, and a lot of people wanted to come see Night Ranger. Yeah, uh, Anthony Fox, who you know has basically produced uh, everything. Well, no, I'm not, I can't remember somewhere in California or not, but Don't Let Up and uh, High Road and the new record. Um, he, you know, and I met him a couple years ago at Monsters of the Mountain and stuff. He was there. I got to talk to him uh, for a few. Um, the wives were all there. Um, we got to meet the infamous Molly Blades, <laughs> um, a very good person. And uh, so, when did you get into? Because I know we texted some. Um, when yeah. You... So the the quick story is i had to return the band's rental car so i had to get a hold of it i had to catch up with ed at some point in time to get the keys from him uh so you know i just i i I try not to bother him because i know he's busy so i just said hey you know i was over at the food hall eating and i said hey i'm 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 across the street just whatever you want to meet up and he's like well you call me when you get to the venue so i get to the venue and i'm like i'm thinking i can skip this huge line around the venue with my pass, I'll be like, I'm just going to scoop by all these people. So I call it. I'm like, Hey man, I'm, I'm at the venue. We just come on in. He goes, I'll just go and get in line. And when you get inside, call me. I'm like, ah, oh, dude. so I was trying to impress my wife with like, yeah, watch this. I'm going to get us right through this line. Ed, don't, uh, that... listen, Ed, don't listen to this part next time. Uh, you know, call you text me. And, um, <laughs> well, that's the funny thing. So when I got inside, he's like, just message Josh. Cause he's right next to me and I'm busy. I said, gotcha. And that's what I messaged you, and you're like, "Give me, you know, half an hour." I was like, "Got it." So, uh, yeah. yeah uh, once Firefall came on, which they were really good. I don't know if you got to hear any of Firefall, um, but they were good. And then um, Ed starts texting me, "Where are you?" I was like, "I'm in my seat, like watching the show." <laughs> um, then, you you must have texted during meet and greet. I did. Um, because yeah, because that's did- when you're like, you're like, "Give me a half an hour." It's yeah, like, I, I probably was longer than a half hour. That you know, it was, uh, but I wasn't. Um, I, kn- I knew you were busy because he said he's next to me, and I know he was doing meet and greets. So I was like, Josh has been wrangled into something. 
yes um that was you know and i didn't know how many it was uh but uh yeah so did you get to see firefall i got to see like three songs and then that's when ed said hey come come back mm-hmm. and hang out so uh i did <laughs> you know i was so just kind of exhausted just from the day before and and that night before that uh i stayed on the third floor after everybody left and sat on this couch and just kind of like zoned out and took like a five minute nap or something so i was nowhere to be found for a while but yeah because i came down back you know uh to the uh you know where you were at and yeah uh, it was just kind of weird i'm back here talking to someone i look over and it's like there's Andy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, it's 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 surreal for you and I to sit here and talk about, casually talk about uh <laughs> hanging out backstage. I mean, again, that there's a there's a younger version of me who just would have died to get a guitar pick. And, you know, I was standing there, just little parts of it, the experience from my point of view. And I I had uh messaged my wife to come back, so she came back and the funny thing, this is again, this is a privilege, but I loved it. So Ed says, "Come over to the side stage, the backstage door." So I go over there, and I I forgot I have my pass on, but I forget the power that that thing wields. So I go to the guy who's staying in security, and I was like, "Oh, I'm just waiting for the tour manager to come get me." He's like, "Come get you because you you got a pass. You can just walk back there." So I'm like, oh, cool. So I go to hit the door. The door won't open. He goes, well, I have to open it for you. It's got a security. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he's like, yeah. So then I called my wife to come back, and I just opened the door, and I said, she's with me. And he's like, all right, go on in. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You, you know, don't want, you don't want to tell people how easy it is now. <laughs> well, uh, it's because of the pass. It wasn't, and 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 Ed had given her a, given me a pass yeah. to give her. She had a pass to get back for the night. But anyway, um. The cool things from my perspective were, is, uh, you know, we were standing in that little cubbyhole area, just staying out of the way. And uh, Carrie pops out. He's like, hey, man, what's going on? And, of, of course, I, I introduced myself because I, I don't expect these guys to remember me. And he's like, mm-hmm. I know who you are. I was like, well, I don't expect you to know me. And he, he gives me a big hug, and he, I introduce him to my wife. And he's like, hey, how you doing? And, you know, then – Kelly comes walking out, and my wife's like, "Oh my God, there's Kelly!" And I said, "That's the drummer." She goes, "I know who Kelly is." <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was like, "Well, I don't know what, what all you know," and you know, and uh, Brad, I was actually—it's funny because I was holding a sharpie in my hand, and I was holding my uh, hatch print poster, and I, I wasn't holding it to get it signed. I was I had the sharpie because I had to write the date on Teresa's pass, and Brad's like, "Need me to sign something?" And I was like, uh, "No." And then I was like, "Shit, yes." But I didn't. <laughs> yeah, that's because uh, I don't expect it's. It's still a little surreal. It's sometimes. Yeah, yeah. and I don't expect Brad to be like, "Hey, what's going on? How you doing?" I'm like, "Uh, I'm good." Brad Gillis. <laughs> and then like, uh, was it you that took me into the dressing room where Jack was sitting there, or was that Ed? No, uh, they were all still in there. Yes, uh, because one of you pulled me in. Just to say so, hi. I, I didn't. Uh, and I, I was like, hey, Jack, what's going on? He's like, hey, man, how you doing? He shook because, hands. Because you know, I, like, hey. I was with Ed. So I yeah. know it wasn't Ed. But Ed saw it. And then he shoved me in behind you, like, you know, to go in. And 
Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, you know. Yeah, so they're all just sitting there talking, <laughs> and uh, I was like, I didn't mean to interrupt. They're like, well, you know, uh, let, we're changing our clothes, but c- come back in just a few minutes. And I was like, I don't need to come back. I'm yeah. not because I saw all the wives and the family yeah. was there. And then I was talking to Eric a little bit because Eric's just always accessible. Uh, I th- he- it was either Carrie or Brad that probably pulled you in. You know, it uh, might have been Brad because I was just standing yeah. there hanging out and yeah, talking it, pro- to- it probably would have been because it wouldn't have been Jack because Jack was sitting down. I think yeah, he probably- was sitting down. He's yeah, like, hey, how so- you doing? I'm like, ah, I'm good, yeah. Jack Blades. <laughs> but yeah, when Ed pushed me, in, I'm like, why am I in here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, like, I need to do something. Trying to figure it out. I'm like, maybe just <laughs> I don't know. But uh, uh, but yeah, it's you know, and listen, guys, we know we're living a dream and whatever. Right, we're just you know. And most uh, of, most people will never get that experience, and we don't mean to be braggadocious about it, but it's it's a very cool experience that we can share with you. That they, these guys are so cool, and yeah, it, it's uh, neat to just be standing in a hallway and have like, you know, well, I Carrie think we, walk by and like hug you, like, hey man, what's going on? I think you know when I first ran into you, we're like I said, there's we were just in this little room. It's you know, you know, off you know off right across from the dressing room. So if you walked out the dressing room, walked across the little hallway, you're in the little area we were. I think I said to you, like, you know, you know, you're backstage with Night Ranger at the yeah. Ryman. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, and it's one of those things, too. I mean, obviously, the more you, you do anything, it, you know, it just becomes right what it is. Um you know, and then like I said, doing their socials and stuff, I usually have some type of, you know, like, kind of like business or whatever. When I see them, like, hey, you know, we've done this or I've, right. You know, my thing is I've been trying to get their pages verified. If you look, uh, you know, so I did Jack, Kelly's, and Brad's Instagram all at the same time, basically. Did the same setup, right? And submitted yeah. everything. Jack's approved. Kelly's approved. Brad's denied. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? You know? And, like Brad, don't think it... and Brad's got more follow. You could add Jack and Kelly's together and Jack, Brad's got more. Yeah. So, you know, I got to tell Brad, like, hey, you know, the guy who's probably the most into social, you know. I got something yeah. to show you real quick while we're on the socials and you tell me if this is real or not. No, you're talking about Carrie Kelly on Instagram? No, it is uh, Jack Blades. Uh, where is it at? You can talk amongst yourself. Um, so then about, I don't know, a week ago, I submitted verification on Facebook for Jack. Never heard anything back. And then this morning, I submit one for Kelly. By the afternoon, it comes back approved. Still waiting on Jack's. And then that this afternoon, it comes back denied on Jack's. You know, so I don't know. It's a crapshoot. I've been working on this for over a year. I can't find it, but I'll I'll get with you on the side or privately. I got sent someone wanting to follow me and follow back. It was Jack Blades, and I was like, wait a minute. Well, here's the thing. Jack Blades and Kelly Kagey on Instagram right now have the blue check mark. Kelly, I've got both blue check mark on Facebook as well. So hopefully you won't have this right now. Um, right now there's a um, there was a fake uh, Carrie Kelly page that was out there. Yeah. Um, 
you know, there's a few carry pages. I mean, there's one that we have the like the official Carrie Kelly, you know, pages, which, you know, they just fall under the Night Ranger umbrella. Um, you know, Carrie's not really big on social media, so we have it there saved for him and occasionally we'll post, you know, a picture from a gig or anything like that. And then there's a couple like fan pages out there. Um one is a you know page that you would like on Facebook. The other one is actually like set up as an individual where you would add as a friend, but it's not really Carrie. It's, um, you know, an individual that he has helping him. So there are a few out there, but uh, there's one on Instagram right now that is just flooding everything. And it's not, yeah. you know, under his, but uh, I'll find it later. I don't want to take up time on the show, but yeah. I want to. I was trying to find it to show you and anybody who gets this request. I'm pretty sure it's not Jack Blades, but uh, I accepted that. I was like, I'll follow you back because I want to see what you're doing. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a never-ending fight. So these blue check marks, hopefully, and I can't tell tell you who I talked to. I will tell you, it's not in the Night Ranger camp at all. But I was talking to a musician that's, you know, in the field and. Um, he was telling me that someone, ooh, I just gave away a hint that it's not Lita Ford. Um, um, but uh, um, that someone out there, a fan, had been duped by one of these fake profiles. Now, I'm not going to say who right. you know, the fake profile was, <clears throat> but they gave him $12,000. dollars now, I yeah, always look at stuff like shame. that. It's like, that's a tax, you know, for you being stupid. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it sucks. And um, so, like I said, I've been making up just, you know, we've been working on getting these blue check marks even yeah. before I was doing it. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I've gotten lucky here in the last. But it's no rhyme or reason. There's no reason Brad should have got denied. Brad, you know, um, I put the same. Of all of them. Yeah. Um he was actually active on it before. Yeah. So, anyways, that's uh, <laughs> you know here or there. So, uh, but yeah, we're back there, and um, you know, we're just living, living the dream, and absolutely. Um, uh, you know, I got some cool shots of the stage. Um, you know, before they went out. Uh, but the, you know, the cool thing was, you know, the set list. Um, yeah. Now, I don't know why their set list was a little bit longer, but it was. Um, I don't know if that is, you know, hey, you know, you know, because usually when they sign to play somewhere, that's in the contract. They'll, you know, you'll play 90 minutes or you'll play, um, you know, uh, you'll play 75 minutes or. Yeah. But but you got to be done by a certain time too. There was correct, correct. There's uh, issues. So I don't labor. know. I don't know if this one was. You know, the Ryman wants. We want three and a half solid hours. So you get an opener that plays so long, and then the headliners got to play hour forty five or something. Because yeah. there, you know, there was songs added in, but they did play Penny, yep. which hasn't been played um, in a while. Uh, they did play Bring It All Home off ATBPO, which went over really well. I was going to say, did you notice how well it went over? Yes. Um, well, they played Rockin' America, Penny, 4 a.m., Sing Me Away, Coming of Age, 
Sentimental Street, Bring It All Home, Rumors, Secret, um, Night Ranger. I think during those songs, I went back up to that third floor and sat on that couch again and took another little nap. Um, And I came back down during High Enough so I could get ready to film Reason to Be. Yeah. And I was in the back, and that place was going nuts for High Enough. Um, so you can say what you want about Damien. And I remember too, Jack, I was backstage and maybe it was for coming of age. Jack's like, how many of you here want to hear a damn Yankee song? And that place got fucking loud. Yeah. Um, so it is what it is. Um, but they did Breezing the Bee off of Man in Motion. So that was cool. Um, hopefully they keep doing it because there wasn't a like that great a reaction for it. And did you catch this? I need to get a hold of them. You know, they got to figure out a way to get a hold of Jack and ask him. Uh, he said that was like the third or fourth song they ever I, wrote. I had a long conversation with one Brent Walter yesterday. Uh, I said, Brent, I said, you and Josh would know better than me. They said that was the third song they wrote. That's been sitting around since before Dawn Patrol. I said, I find that hard to believe. If so, why were you sitting on it for so long? <laughs> Well, if you remember, we learned that Carry On. Yeah, Mr. Carry On. Was Mr. Carry On that's on that original demo. Yeah. And then we heard that Hang On from uh, High Road, right? I'm pretty sure it's High Road. That, that chorus is the chorus from that original demo. Yeah. So, I mean, they have, you know, used stuff that they originally didn't but uh but yeah i, I so, so yeah yeah as, as the diehard fan podcaster i caught that and i mean i mean I, I stopped in my head i'm like wait a minute he just said that was the third song i think it meant the third song for the album but he said yeah. third song we ever wrote together as a band and i was like uh i mean i stopped listening to the song i was doing some math i was like the song's been around since 82 81 yeah. now uh um shit call him up real quick get him on yeah. the blower there was something else i wanted to add to all this and obviously i'm not i distracted you well yeah. uh so real quick they did do did you i don't know if you caught well, when he did come again okay uh, before high enough yeah jack came out and when they started playing high enough he stopped carrying his hold on and i i knew what he was doing he came out and he, he did the uh come, you know, first version again. chorus of come again yeah. which i I love, I don't know how many people in the audience loved, but I love that because I love that song. I and remember the first time I heard them do that was the, at like in Pickerton, Ohio. Pickerton, I was there. Because uh, I recorded to, it. Yeah, so did I. And I was just like, holy shit. Because I said to Brent, I'm like, holy crap. Yes, so that was cool. And then when we saw him at Fort Wayne there at Sweetwater. Yeah. And he did it. Uh, you know, on stage, you know, it, it, I think he messed around with it at, at soundcheck, but when he did it during the show, yeah. it was so fucking good. Yeah. And I said something to him after the show. I'm like, I don't know what it was, but fucking come again sounds so fucking good tonight. He goes, Yeah, I put a little extra on it tonight. A little extra buster like, on it. Yeah. So he knew. Um, so after Reason to Be was Boys of Summer. Yes. Um, I know what it, what I was going to say. Uh, oh, I was going to ask you. So uh, somewhere during the uh, 
show did Jack Mr. Jack Blades give Eric Levy some shit? He did. And so you referencing back to why I didn't go out with you guys, partially is I had I had made other plans that actually that fell through, but I was already committed to uh I had my shoes and socks off and I was home and not getting off the couch. Um but as usual, and I and I I was like, I know the culprits here. He's like Mr. Eric All Nighter Levy on keyboards. And he's smiling and laughing. And I was like, oh, yeah. I said, I know him and Josh are out a little later because we were talking backstage about that. Because Eric's like, where were you, man? You missed out. I was like, I don't know that I missed out. (laughs) I missed out hanging out with with Eric and Josh. But I don't know that I missed out on the debauchery of off-Broadway. Well, there's no debauchery because um, (laughs) I did have, you know, we were back by a little bit after one. So. No, that's that's an early night for you. Yes. Well, in my experience, a couple of things, you know, he's got a show the next day at the Ryman. Um, and uh, Eric, you know, uh, you know, where I'd had three or four beers, you know, Eric was on a plane and I, you know, he's probably drinking. So, you know, when we're out, I'm on beer four and maybe he's somewhere <laughs> way down the road. So it's like, yeah, um, you know, I need to get you back because, um, <laughs> You know, so uh, so yeah, it was that. Um, but Eric and I had a good time. But anyways, I would like to have seen you two walking this walking the streets of downtown Nashville. Oh, it was just I was I, over to because you, you were the hotel. I mean, I don't think you guys were you know horribly. You were within walking distance. We were so. within walking distance, but it was me. Like Eric, there's a curb there. Be careful, <laughs> you know, Eric. This, you know, uh, I had you know, like I said, <laughs> my fear was. He trips, falls, lands on his hand, breaks it. Breaks it. You know, then I got blade. What the fuck? Man? I'm like, listen, man, I had three beers. I thought he was having three <laughs> beers. Apparently, we didn't start the same spot. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So, it was all good, though. We had a good time. Uh, Eric's fun guy to hang out with. Um, and I ate, you know, I fucking ate $20 worth of street corn. Um, so, uh, but yeah, you, then you had the, the Boys of Summer from the Night Ranger acoustic record. Um, Goodbye, When You Close Your Eyes, and Don't Tell Me You Love Me, and then the encore, Sister Christian, and then Just to Make People Bitch, (laughs) Crazy Train, and Highway to Hell, and people freaking loved it. That place was rocking for those last two songs. Yes. Because I was 10 rows from the stage, and man, you could feel it where I was. And I know they could have felt it on stage. I mean, people were just like, you know, and Jack, I mean, he looked possessed during Highway to Hell. He was really going for it, man. I was like, he's going to blow his voice. He is going full on. Because, mm-hmm. you know, again, he did come again, which is a Tommy song. So he's already up there. And then he gets there and he gets through Crazy Train and then just keeps going to yeah. Bond, you know, Bond even, Scott. Even Reason to Be, he's got a. You know, he does the high yeah, he's doing part. the high end. Yeah. yeah. So uh but um but yeah, one cool thing that you know happened is like I said, when they're playing, I'm everywhere. I'm um might be back here talking with Ed. I might be on the third floor taking a ten minute power nap. I may be on the balcony recording, you know, I'm just everywhere. And uh at this moment, it was a little bit towards the you know, first part of the show. I'm over in the wings, but I'm almost like in the hallway that, you know, goes to the dressing rooms and everything. So I'm not like right on stage. Yeah. 
And in between songs, when Jack's talking, you know, Brad starts walking over to me. So I take a couple steps to him, see what, you know, what he need, you know, cause you know, that, that, you know, this doesn't happen. Um, and he said something really cool to me and, you know, I was like, you know, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I, you know, but anyways, it was just like a, you know, basically he was, you know, basically being appreciative that, you know, that yeah. of us and everything. And, um, that was really cool. And then I don't know. I think I ran back up to the, th- oh no, I, but I went and took my 10 minute power nap on the third floor. I came back down the elevator, which was on Carrie's side. And as I'm walking out of the elevator, there's probably, you know, about this much that you can see through the curtain to the stage. And I'm walking by, I don't even really look out. I don't think I looked out at all. But I'm walking by to go behind the curtain while they're playing to get right. to the other side. And I hear, Josh! And I'm like, is that fucking Carrie? One, for him to be able to yell that loud, you know, over the music. And, like, I walked in his light of, you know, side of view for half a second. So I turn back around. He's like, hey, man, let's get some tequila. <laughs> so um, I... uh I go back over to Ed and like, hey, Carrie needs some tequila. Like, it's, you know, it's on. It's already there. It's on this rig. So I go back over and I find it. He's got, a, you know, a cup of it. And, you know, I get him over in between songs like, yeah, it's right here. And then, oh, all right. well, where's yours? I'm like, well, shit, I'll be back. So I go find Ed. And there's just, you know, not much left. So I grab two cups. I pour, you know, Eric a shot. And I poured me a shot, and then I go back over into the song. You know, we Boom. crash, crash cuffs, take it, and then I pass. You know, so if you're on, if you're out there while Jack was talking, you would have seen me come out a little bit side stage and give Eric his, his tequila. Um, but uh, you know, those were a couple good good times, and I thought I went live on Fans of Motion, but apparently I did it on my own page where. Um, I wanted to go live like behind the curtain. Yeah, and so I went live. You know, I think I said like side stage or curtain. Which one should I choose? And I started that out on the side stage, and then I went, you know, back behind the curtain. But then the other, you know, I don't know, yesterday or something, I went to you know watch it because I hadn't watched it yet. Just you know, filmed it. I couldn't find it. I'm like, what? The f- Maybe I didn't save it or whatever. Then yeah. later, I'm doing something and. Yeah, I, I or someone like I got a notification someone's liking a video of mine. I'm like, you know, on my page. I'm like, what video is that? Yeah, it's all right. You know, not the first time, but uh so yeah, it's on my personal page. So if you are not my friend, you do not get to see it. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh it was a great, great show. Um you know, great set list. Yeah, I'll say the one thing that um I didn't quite get and not and not a bad thing because uh, I, I I absolutely love the song. Uh, I didn't get the Boys of Summer. I had no problem with it. I actually recorded it, but I was like, wh- "Why? Like you haven't done this in a while, have you?" I think they wanted to kind of extend that acoustic high enough and goodbye set. Yeah, and it worked well. So that's why, and they, I, you know, they just, I did hear the discussion of, hey, you know, well, let's do it like this and this. And um, that's when they threw in reason to be 
and yeah. Boys of Summer because they wanted to do four acoustic tracks. So, you know, someone will be like, well, why didn't they do Restless Kind? Or, well, you know, I don't know. We're not I'm, there for those meetings. You know, they, you know, they're not working Boys of Summer from scratch. It's something they got in their arsenal. Um, so that's the reason why. Yeah. Um, and it was great. And I mean, I know people, we, we've all, we've all bitched about the covers, but I'm telling you, man, it was great that night and it was fun. It was just fun. The band was having fun, you know, mm -hmm. talk to anybody in the page who was there. They, they were having a blast. We saw some, uh, fans in motion shirts. Saw some um, people walking around. I had my name yelled a few times and I'm like, I don't know where it's coming from. So I'm looking around. <laughs> Yeah, so as I mentioned earlier, Brian uh, Michael Cena, yeah, was um, Brian Bless Michael Cena, yeah, was there. Uh, the cool uh, thing was for me, uh, a, a quick little, another little uh, that I enjoyed. So um, I'm sure most people don't know who Howard is, uh, but Howard's the I guess what you call the production manager for the show. Yes, and uh, Howard. S somewhat knows who I am. Not not much. Not you know, I would never say we're friends, but you know, he was in the lobby when I came in, and I was like, "Hey, Howard." He's like, "Hey, man, how you doing?" I was like, "Nothing." He was talking to somebody, but then when when we were backstage just hanging out, he was like, "Hey, Andy, can you help me with something?" Which I'm like, "Yes." What do you want me to do? Go on tour? I can do it. Uh, he's like, "No, just take these set lists up to the lighting and the sound guy." <laughs> Yeah, I took uh, one up. Done to, and done. I took one up to uh, uh, Steve. Yeah. I, yeah, I gave it to him. Like, I'm sorry, man, it's not signed. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that I run them up there, and then as I'm running down, that was the time that you had set for the uh, the picture. Oh yeah. But you were occupied elsewhere, and I was running back down the stairs because uh michael had had messaged me on my phone and said hey it's packed up here i don't know if you guys still want to do the picture and i couldn't find anybody and then they're all andy and i stopped on the steps the grand stairwell like, hey and there they were so i went over real quick and got the picture they're like where's josh and i said i haven't seen josh in about 15 minutes i said i he was backstage and he was doing something that's the last i saw of him so but it was fun yeah, <laughs> got the picture of a handful of us that were there, and um, and then got to really enjoy the show, and it was fantastic. And then uh, I'm gonna probably have to pass off the responsibility of group photos because <laughs> that yeah, because when you ran into me and you said something about the picture, it had it was past the time. <laughs> it was I didn't you know you remember Kevin Avery was there. He was on the page. Terry Woodard. Um, Tommy Wilson. Now these are people that I don't really know, yeah. you know, but they're on our page because they're posting shit. So, uh, you know, it's gotten so big where we don't even know everybody on the page. And then, um, I had to find them here. Um, but there were, um, a couple ladies who were in the meet and greet that had fans of motion shirts and I didn't know them. I'm like, you know, obviously I'd mailed them, you know, to them, <laughs> but, uh, where are they at? Uh, but uh, that was cool. Um, you know, I had to tell them, uh, you know, like, hey, post your photo and tag me in it so I know, um, you know, who it is. Uh, there it is, Tammy Glover. So there's the, yeah. you know, 
couple fans of motion shirts. So that was good. Um apologize for that. So yeah, I mean, and then So Josh, uh, do you have the uh do you have a hatch print by you, the ones that they make for the uh, show? <laughs> I got uh I've got mine if you want. I got I got the the entire set they gave the band and crew right now. So I got about 20 here. Yes. Yep. So that's uh that's cool. That's something they do. The the Ryman does that for I think every show that's there. Yeah. Uh they make a limited run of those and they're they're cool. I guess that's some some historical they used to always do. That's how I used to advertise the shows, I'm assuming. Yeah, if if I remember correctly, they still use like the old like the ink, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, look, it's the back and, of it's dirty. Yeah, and I mean, they it's not a pristine poster. That's how it comes. Yeah, yeah they still like you know how they used to do like newspaper where they get the letters and put them in the little settings and stuff. That's still how they they kind of do that. Um, and uh, Night Ranger signed a few, you know, for the Ryman to use and hang yeah. up. And uh, also, there's a guest book that the Ryman has. Oh, wow. Where bands sign, and so I went through it and took some photos, you know, photos of some like where um, I don't know there was different bands, Leonard Skinner or something. I don't yeah. know, but I took a, a pictures of you know four or five of them. Um, but yeah, and you got a little uh, uh, souvenir as well, didn't you? <laughs> I uh, I did. I uh, I had to go through four people to get that. Yeah, you, you, you doing it? You get it? It's laying on the floor over here. I don't have it framed yet because I cannot find a frame big enough for it, and I cannot find one that is even remotely affordable, custom made for it. Well, don't you have a, an area with your saws and tools and everything where you? I, just I, 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 I was talking to my dad. He, he's like, you know, uh, I said, I said, I think I'm just gonna go to the hardware store and buy some, uh, some decorative uh, trim molding and just make my own at this point because it's. You know, if you go to, a, I don't know if you've ever had a, anything custom framed, but man, it is not cheap. Yeah. And um, this this poster is twenty eight by sixty. Um, you do not see a lot of sixty inch frames anywhere. <laughs> and if you go online to order one, um, you can they'll they'll make one for you for a fee. Yeah. So. Uh, well, yeah. So. Do you, want, so you want me to you, grab it and show it to everybody? Yeah, you can. Yeah, sure. All right, talk talk for a minute. I'll be yeah. right back. I got to pick it up. For everybody listening on Spotify, this will be riveting. Um, but uh, so yeah, this is the poster that they had in the Ryman lobby advertising the upcoming show. So Andrew finagled his way in through four people to have them open up the case after the show and give that to him. Right there, look at that. Them things about as tall as you. So look at that. Yeah. In forty years, some relative of Andrew will be like, What the fuck is this? And be donating it to the Salvation Army. And then Andy is talking shit about me, trying to find his pants after the show. <laughs> um, so uh, let's wrap this up here. One thing I didn't, I did see on my 
way back is I stopped at a gas station and, you know, in all places, Kentucky is the first state I've ever saw this. And maybe where you're at, you guys have seen this elsewhere. But the the pump, when I went to get gas, the whole thing is touchscreen. Even like when you choose. Oh, the selector. Oh, yeah. Everything. Is is just a touchscreen. Even select an eighty seven, eighty nine, or whatever. Um, so that was, you know, the highlight of the trip. Um, and then after the show, uh, Night Ranger loaded on their lime green bus and went to Roanoke. Um, and there were a few films there. Yeah, but uh, now they're probably on their way to get the Puerto Rico show and then the cruise. So. They're probably all spending a few days in Florida or something. Um, But yeah, so we just wanted to make this episode talk about, you know, we were both there. It's a great venue. Um, I think now I'm going to be out in the road with them for the Oklahoma and Kansas show coming up at the end of the month. And then I think my next show will probably be Rock from the Heart show that's in Baltimore. Yeah in april um when's your next uh i don't have anything lined up yet i'm still looking at some dates and uh discussing things with uh my wife and i have a few trips planned so um i mentioned before we had to we were supposed to be out of town this past weekend and she had booked everything flights hotels rental cars and had secured everything and then i was like oh uh Hey, I forgot to tell you, I got a Night Ranger concert Saturday night or Sunday night. And I actually was going to not go. I was like, you know, just I won't go to the show. It's not that big a deal. I've seen them. And it was crushing me. But I was like, you know, I know all the work she put into. Anyway, she rebooks everything to two weeks out. So I cannot, uh, you know, I'm, I'm letting her get all the trips booked before I start buying tickets from shows. Uh, I'm thinking of the... uh Party Gras show in Indiana. I might try to make mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, those should be fun. I mean, and I'm waiting to see what more dates come up that are, you know, like it was thing. fantastic. They have them actually in my town, so that I didn't have to drive five hours or six hours. I literally had to go twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, the good thing is too with the Mardi, Mardi Gras shows is, you know, yes, Night Ranger's not headlining. Yes, they're only playing maybe an hour. I mean, we get all that, but uh, you can go buy a lawn ticket. For less than twenty five bucks, I mean maybe less than twenty bucks for some of the shows I've seen, and to just go and sit on the lawn and just, you know drink some beer and enjoy the summer a little bit, and then you know it'll be a fun night of music. And then when it's cold ass winter, you go see Night Ranger headline at one of the theaters or something. So, uh, oh. But yeah, it's a cool, uh, crazy adventure that we have been on, and hopefully everybody out there in the fans of Motion Universe is uh, is having a good time as well. And um, yeah, um, all was all yeah. was well in the uh, Night Ranger and fans of Motion world. And, well, and real quick, uh, I, I mentioned it, and we've talked about it before, and I think you've made it the point more than once throughout the course of our career here um you know there's been some sniping and griping about set lists and whatnot and just honestly i'm in a mindset of like i'm i'm happy we still have night ranger playing at this day and age so 
I'm going to let all that stuff go. It doesn't bother me what songs they play, and I'm okay with it. And I know people have your reasons for it, and I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I'm just saying, from my perspective, I- I'm going to take as many shows as I can because there will be a day where they no longer will perform. And that day is probably not that far away, guys. I mean, so yes, they're, you go they're... see them. I, I, want, I want at the end of my days to go, yeah, I saw Night Ranger 110 yeah. times. Yeah. I mean, think about it. <laughs> you know, somewhere in California, which we all consider somewhat recent, you know, that's 12 years ago. Yeah. In 12 years, right? Kelly's going to be close to 83. Uh, you know, they uh, will not be torn. Brad's going to be 77, 78. Jack's going to be, you know, 79, 80. So, you know, even if they do the full 12 years from somewhere in California to now, you, you know, they're, they're not. So, you know, my thing is, you know, just don't spend your, don't spend your time focusing on the negative. Yeah. You know? Just I agree. Focus on the positive and go have fun. And, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, I, like I told whoever the fuck posted on Facebook, you know, like said that we blocked him or something. You know, it's like, I don't care if you don't like whatever record. I don't care if, you know, you don't like the set list. What I do care is when I got a fucking hear about it all the time from the same fucking person you know it's like dude just scroll to something that you like and post it there i don't the world don't care if you don't like the set list i mean i don't mind you know a good little debate or something but you know when it's just it just doesn't need to turn angry over and over again again. because and i'm a simpleton I'm a homer for the band. Uh, I still get excited when I hear the intro to Four in the Morning. Mm-hmm. Well, here's uh, the here's in the, the sentimental street. So I, I'm gonna I, take it. I bought tickets to go see April Wine. All right, they got one original member. All right, all I care about is hearing the hits, which most of the people will. Yeah, they don't want to hear, you the know, deep cut three songs that came after Roller. Um, you know, I, I don't even know a fucking album title to, you know, uh, to even throw, but that's how most people are. Yeah. Um, so it is what it is. So anyways, there you go. Andy yeah, just, and, just go and enjoy Andy and I's, uh, rhyme and auditorium night ranger adventures. So if you're listening out there, go find us on the Facebook um fans in motion just go to facebook type in fans in motion you will find us that's that's the hub of everything great but we are also on the instagram and the twitter machine and also you uh if you're listening to to this on the youtube machine go click subscribe i don't give a fuck where you're listening to hit subscribe favorites whatever let us know that we are loved um i mean we want to be very loved like bring baby oil um yeah so uh <laughs> uh you know so we're on spotify and all iHeartRadio, radio all that stuff obviously we got the website fansinmotion.com if you're interested in the fans in motion t-shirt they are 25 dollars. that is including shipping so send me a message on the facebook machine or you can go to www.fansinmotion.com and somewhere on there it says contact 
and I have an email address there, so you can go to that. What email it is, I can't remember <laughs> which one, so I can't tell you, but go there. You'll find it. Um, and real quick, it is uh, just shipping in the continental United States, correct? Yeah, I mean, twenty five bucks ain't going to get it to England. There ain't no fine print. You, uh, <laughs> you know, give me an English England address. I'll just, you know, I'll send it in large print. And say sorry. Um, <laughs> I mean, I will try. You know, I mean, it, now that I've got like a lot of the original orders out, you know, if you're overseas somewhere and you really want one, um, you know. Just I'll get with Josh. See, I'll just see what postage is and and get it to you. Um, but it was cool seeing some of the shirts there at the uh, the show in Nashville. Anyways, um, oh, uh, real quick, before I forget, yeah. when I was uh, waiting for this poster to come into my possession, and the venue was being emptied out, and security was pushing everybody out. Uh, again, the magic pass got me a got me a pass to stand in there a little longer. But a security guard walks by. He looks at me. He goes, "Fucking Night Ranger, man, that was awesome." Yeah. It's just a, he's a security guy. He's like, "Man, he goes, those guys sounded so good." I was like, "Yeah, they're awesome." Yeah. So there I mean, you go. I think that's going to be good for like the uh, Brett Michaels tour. People, you know, who normally maybe wouldn't go see them will. Yeah. We'll Absolutely. see them. So. so. All right. That's all. All I right, have. man. Until uh, next week, we shall see you all. Later. Horns up.